0: Blenders, on this week's show, we are talking about Miss Marvel. We're going to review Jurassic World Dominion and build a Jurassic Park tier list.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working
0: more efficiently,
1: by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com/purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
2: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash try.
0: Hello, Blenders, and welcome. Welcome to episode number 217 of Real Blend, a podcast that would pay Nev Campbell double of whatever she's asking for, Scream Six. Also, I want to point out, two seventeen uh, is February seventeenth, and that's my birthday. I like to make a big deal about my birthday, uh, even though we're months away from it. My name is Sean O'Connell. I am the managing editor uh, at Cinema Blend and one of the co-hosts of Real Blend, a podcast that this week is going to be talking to you guys about Marvel's latest series, Miss Marvel. Uh, we got a chance to see the first two episodes of that. We're going to be reviewing Jurassic World Dominion, Not Fallen Kingdom. According that's, to what Gabe wrote in, in the notes, I've been yeah. writing a lot of Jurassic
3: movies for today's yeah. show.
0: <laughs> well, it's Dominion this time around, uh, and as part of that, as part of the run-up to the release of the new Colin Trevorrow, 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 yeah. Which is it, it? Like, like, like tomorrow.
4: He, he always tomorrow. says, "Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll." That's his like go-to. If you call him the wrong way, he'll go. Just think of it like tomorrow.
0: Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow yep. uh, is uh, he has his new movie out, and we're going to build the Jurassic Park tier list. And by we. I'm mean, Jake Hamilton of Fox 32 in Chicago. Hi, Jake. How are you? Hi, handsome. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm excited for this tier list. Uh, I think it's going to run more smooth than the Star Wars one. I think we're going to be a little bit more in line. It's a lot, there's uh, a lot less of them. That's also yeah, that. That's for sure. And they're less. I'm still I'm still not over.
5: I'm still not over. Neither are I am
4: a lot of the listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kev McCarthy of Fox 5 in Washington
4: DC, Kev, how are you sir? I'm doing great. I'm I'm excited about my hot take and our text thread today that Jurassic Park was one is better than A New Hope and I do not we, disagree with that. Does
0: that You guys know, a I'm, right? You know I, I'm right conversation. You know I I said to you I kind of kind of agree with you. Kind of agree with that. Um I don't. Gabe is wrapping me before I get to introduce him. It's Gabe Kovach, our <laughs> producer. Hi, Gabe. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. We can see your backdrop now. Finally, it's not yeah. It's still that a nice little, 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 little bit of
3: construction. There's some posters missing, but it all yeah, It's coming I, together. I, I, so I wait, prefer this. Gabe, than, move than the your head.
5: blur. Yeah I, yeah. I feel like there's a place for a picture of Sean, there's a place yeah. for a picture of me, and
3: then there's a place for a picture of Kevin. Who's to say those weren't the posters I was talking about?
4: <laughs> well, Gabe, you know that nude poster I sent you? Just, can you put that right in between those yeah, two yeah, yeah. shelves? That'd I told right you guy. to stop. You send me one like every three months. I keep telling I you. Uh, stop
3: sending them.
4: <laughs> I know. Well, the, the, the worst part is when I go to like a CVS to print them out and they're like, what the hell is this? Again? Again? like, it's for the phone. Fo- for the audio listener, they're very tastefully done. They're more oil paintings. <laughs> oil paintings. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You they are. have real texture yeah, they're, they're, to them. They're actually drawn by James Cameron's hand from Titanic. They're all, all, all of them are <laughs> just there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, he made a he's bunch drawn of them like it. one of the, like
5: one of your French girls.
4: Right. Yes. Right. Right. Right.
0: Uh, if you <laughs> want to watch this, going off the rails fast. If you want to watch this <laughs> chaos <laughs> <laughs> visually,
4: there are uh, no YouTube. nude photos behind Gabe, just for people who are going to log on and go, damn it, he's while oh. He was lying.
0: You, <laughs> YouTube.com backslash Real Blend Podcast is where you can subscribe and uh, and watch us on a weekly basis. Hello, notification crew. Of course, we're available everywhere you get your podcast needs met. Um, while you're at it, since I know you guys enjoy the show so much and you want even more of it, sign up for RealBlind Premium. We give you a new episode on Mondays. It's usually a very fun game. This week, we're going to play the IMDb game uh as promised even though gabe and i dude you guys have you guys listened to the, the most recent premium which was the box office episode did you guys get a chance i, to I listen don't to I it? subscribe to premium you don't subscribe to the premium neither do i Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> i really don't of the show
4: <laughs> uh gabe but i, and I do did the, i do the episodes i'm on the yeah, show you know you know what happens in
0: it um gabe yeah. and i did the box office episode and we n- nailed it Crushed like some of them it. we guessed without revealing any of the clues
4: wait a tragic. second let me yeah. ask you an honest question. Gabe, do you pay a, a month for premium? I do, actually, yeah. What, do you really? Sean, do you? No, someone
3: turned it on for me. I, I <laughs> gave him. I did? I, I did so the reason I pay. Turn us not on. That anyone. I've yeah. sent you guys links, just so you know. Uh, and we've covered the new <laughs> posters, Kevin. Um, <laughs> that's that's what was that was that. unintentional.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: The reason I do that is just to check uh, that, uh, that way I have the same experience that the the listener does. I know that everything's working. I don't have a special code that looks different. I just you know, it's for it's just for it's five dollars. Pay us five dollars. It, it's costing you nothing.
0: in true old man technology. Um, it shows up on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I said I, I said Sean no, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But if I go to like my laptop to try to listen to it, it's not there. No, nope. So I doesn't work. Keep that one to way. my phone. No. <laughs> I can only it's private it on feed. That's okay. <laughs> so. I'm sure you guys know yeah. this as well too. You can All actually
4: right. order our premium episodes on the Jackrabbit Slims menu. Um, or it's a quick next to the five dollar shake. It's a five dollar premium episode too. Yeah, it's like five dollar premium. Like that doesn't come with bourbon or something. Doesn't no bourbon. That's a pretty good <laughs> shake though. It's a pretty good episode. Is what he said.
0: By the way. Uh, Quentin's launching a podcast, and I would like for
3: him to return the favor. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, yeah. oh, I'm sure he's. So do what that. you're saying is he's the competition now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, maybe he can come uh, debut like some special episode in our theater that we own. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, he has did, to, did like, he
4: bra- He's actually to Brad Pitt yeah, and yeah, he goes, oh, right. I'm going to get uh, Jake and Sean and Kevin yeah. on instead. Or, or did he just meet us and think,
5: well, shit, I could do that. Absolutely. Why am I they going make, on other people's
0: podcasts? They make money doing that? Yeah. No, uh, not, not much. Not really much. But,
3: yeah. Again, it's five dollars uh, a month.
0: <laughs> there's a trailer. The trailer that dropped um, earlier the day that we were recording uh, for a movie called Prey, which is coming to Hulu on August, I think, the 5th. Is it August 5th? Um, And it is a backdoor Predator movie that director Dan Trachtenberg uh, didn't want people to know. Can you explain that? Yeah, sure. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg, the director, didn't want people to know that it's a Predator film. Like he wanted to market it like a Cloverfield type movie where you went into the film not knowing until the reveal, uh, which ends up being the bear sequence in the movie. Uh, Like you'd sit down for this movie or you'd turn it on Hulu and you would not realize that it was a Predator movie until that movie. Um, But, you know, in today's day and age, it's impossible to market a movie uh, that's part of a a major sci-fi franchise without giving away I will argue
4: it was was the bare shot that got me intrigued. Like prior to to watching the trailer, are we we talking about the trailer now?
0: We are now talking about the trailer for Prey, which is uh, the, the fifth Predator film.
4: Yeah, so I so when I first you guys sent the link in the chat today, you guys were like, watch this for, before the show. And I'm like, oh, another Predator movie or whatever. And that's the most that my first mindset, because I mean, Shane Black's film I didn't particularly love. And like, I mean, obviously the first Predator, John McTiernan's. I like movie, the it's, Robert it's a, Rodriguez one. Rodriguez, was is cool. I mean I I just don't nothing has come close. I actually like Predator 2. I'm a Danny fan. Like Predator I like 2 that. as well. Yeah, I like that movie. But so the trailer hit and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm into this, but that, there's a sequence in this trailer where basically she's being attacked by a bear and the bear then starts to slowly like it, it essentially looks like it's dying or dies and then it mm-hmm. slid backwards and you're like I thought maybe it was some in in, in tenant Reverse in whatever inverse, whatever was happening in the sequence. And then and then the reveal happens with with Predator, which it was, I thought awesome. was one of the coo- coolest. <laughs> that was one of the coolest things I've seen Predator do probably since that epic arm shake between um, Arnold and uh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Weathers. I just just really
5: hope we get a montage of everyone at the end, just like smiling into the camera, like even though they've just been (laughs) obliterated and ripped apart, I really want that 80s montage of everyone just like smiling, like right into the camera.
4: (laughs) Also, (laughs) Alan Silvestri's score for the first predator is one of the greatest scores of all time and I, I i i hope that trachtenberg brings that in a, a bit i mean i don't know if it's in the same is it in the same universe is, is it meant to be I'm, I believe uh, yes. so. so i okay. had a chance
0: to speak with uh dan trachtenberg yesterday huh? in advance what? of the trailer what coming out yes nice they knitting. gave us they gave us a uh seven nice. minute spot with um him you and sh- the just ran into
3: each other at costco
0: yeah yeah <laughs> shooting the shit And I said, don't you you
3: love
4: when like Sean gets these interviews and just doesn't even tell us? Yeah, He doesn't say anything at all. What am I going
0: to do, brag? Yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. (laughs) yeah, You you met up at a Costco on 10 Cloverfield Lane for the interview. (laughs) So
0: I said to him, uh. We talked about the fact that this Predator is going to be a little bit more primitive than the Predators that we see in in future chapters, because this one takes place 300 years uh, in the past, uh, uh, and the the tribe that he's going up against is the Comanche tribe. Mm -hmm. And so he hasn't learned and hasn't evolved through all the different fighting styles that he will know by the time he gets to the point where he's uh, uh, fighting against Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Predator that we know. And um, if you watched the trailers... You realize that they do a lot of emphasis on the type of weapons that the Comanche would have. There's a great shot of the main girl in it looking down at this tiny axe in her hand. And I'm like, how the hell is she going to take on a predator kind of thing? Um, He also revealed. Oh, and he mentioned the fact he goes. One of the differences, though, you'll start to see how different our design is, is that this story takes place in a different hemisphere uh, of our planet, which could lead to. I got to go back and listen to it again. He might have used the word species, but like a different breed or species of predator that they're going to be introducing. But one really cool element that he told me in our interview um, because I asked him if uh, the one thing that I thought was jarring when I started watching it was the fact that they spoke English. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know but why th- I just there's going
5: isn't there going to be a Comanche. There is going to be a Comanche yeah. audio, track. which is fantastic. That's, that's cool. available. That's that's honestly that's how I want to watch it, because whenever I watch yes. the trailer, the moment they start speaking English, I went, "Ooh, this doesn't feel right.
0: Right. It took me out of it all. As yeah, soon as it, soon th- as it th- happened, really I that's threw me weird. Out. Yeah. Um, it felt modern. So how's it way. how's it
5: going to work? Is it is Comanche going to be dubbed over the actors and we'll read the subtitles?
0: I think so.
4: Now, now that I, 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 would, I would I that see to me, That's I would say, I, I know, I wish, I wish they would have done it in the in the language mm-hmm. where they shot the film in the language. And like and every then every scene. And, yeah. And then just do English subtitles yeah. because like, dub, see, to me, and I, and I know people have different opinions on this. I think dubbing looks bad. Like, I, yeah, looks I can't bad. get over dubbing. S- I'm with you on that, Kev. Every time I'd watch, like I remember, like when when Jackie Chan started getting like Ro- uh, uh, Rumble in the Bronx and Super <laughs> Cop, and all those movies were yeah. coming out. Here. Even like
5: Squid Game, like I I, I could yeah. never watch, I could never watch the the dubbed Squid. I had to. Oh, watch did they
4: the have Squid? a
3: dubbed version? I didn't even. Know. I think there is. Yeah, I think there, there is a dubbed oh, version wow. of Squid Game.
4: But I just remember like I just remember watching the like, like Rumble in the Bronx, for example. And like and then the English dub was so awkward over the characters. And I was like, I just I wish I, wish I was watching this in the, the language it was shot in it was English I, subtitles. You know, I don't know.
0: After a while, I can get past it. After a while, I get into dubbing? the
4: story. I can't get yeah. it past dubbing. Dubbing takes me out. Bit. It's too much. But I, the, I, 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 the concept's cool. I'm glad that they're doing this. Yeah. I, I, and I, I, I can't. Yeah, I know. can't
0: confirm that they did. He just said there was going to be a, a, a way to watch it with a Comanche language track. And I don't yeah. think it could be one of the situations where there's where there's so few dialogue scenes. In it sure. And yeah. it did shoot both. Yeah. Both ways. It could look pretty primal. and it's, It yeah. could be a lot of nature shots. I so. just feel
4: like that's what the, I mean, again, we haven't seen it yet. But going back to it, if I were him, if I knew that we were going to be doing this. Well, I guess this was, was was this originally a theatrical release then put to Hulu or was it always Hulu?
0: I think it was always Hulu. It's one of those films that got trapped in the 20th Century Fox Disney deal because it is okay. technically a 20th Century Studios movie, and I think mm. that and and they'd been developing it since like 2018. Mm. So I think I think it probably got caught up in the purchase that Disney had for 20th Century Studios, and then they just never intended to release it, so they decided to put it on Hulu.
4: Is it too also, late? To what start, a great to start title! To, yeah, it is. The title's great. Like the the right. title's fantastic. Is yeah. it too late to Don't start you, a John Goodman Oscar campaign for Ten dude, Cloverfield Lane? I,
5: dude, I, it's so f- weird that you're saying that. I in my meeting at work today, my boss came in because I always my boss really loves movies and is really cool. And so a lot of times when a trailer drops, I'll email it to him, and he walks in the meeting and just goes, "Dude, yes, yes, yes." And he goes, "Wait, like it's the Ten Cloverfield Lane guy?" And I go, "Yes," and we both went like. Goodman for an Oscar like Goodman should have won an Oscar. First of all, the fact that he's never been nominated is astounding. That's, um, that's insane. It's insane. But Kev, I am so with you on the Goodman Oscar nominee for uh, *Tin Cloverfield Lane Train like that's that yeah. his performance in
4: that was just phenomenal. Pretty great. It's an underrated movie, by the way. Dude, you're really, so right. Really solid. I, uh, was that um, Mary Elizabeth Winston? I mean, it was a really yeah. well it was yeah, a yeah, movie. And, yeah. uh,
5: and John Gallagher uh, Jr., who we just spoke with today. Oh, yeah, that's right. We just talked to
4: him. Yeah, yeah
0: uh well yeah get we get interviews to too out. sean that we don't tell you about not as cool. that doesn't sound as cool honestly. you don't sound the as cool director of Prey right. before his trailer drops uh all right so we're going to start shifting into jurassic park and jurassic world because later on in the show boys are going interv- to uh are going to review jurassic world dominion i haven't had a chance to see it yet i'm going to see it tonight um, but we're going to begin our jurassic park tier list uh, which means i'm turning it over to oh look it's the logos Wait, Temporary. where do you grab these logos from? Like when you grabbed the Star Wars ones, where do you take them from?
3: So, Tearmaker is the website we use. There is a ah. lot of there's people make them all the time, and you can just go and grab them. Um, and so, rather than spending like an hour building one myself, sure. I just grab ones that people already make. Shout um, out to
5: Tearmaker. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, whoever made thank this you. one,
3: thank you. We aren't gonna we aren't gonna rank Camp Cretaceous on here. I could throw it in Haven't Seen, but. We'll just disregard those. We're yeah. going to talk about
0: the films. Those are like really kid
3: really yes. kid
5: shows, right? Yeah. But I I've actually, that. I, I have heard it's fantastic. I've actually heard it's like very well done.
3: Again, okay. like I said, with some of the Star Wars stuff that we've missed out on, yeah. uh, sound off in the comments if you yeah. recommend that you think that would like them, you think that they're worth this. If, if, if not, you know, it's whatever it does. We don't have to watch everything. But uh, yeah, we weren't disregard those. We are just going to be handling the films. Um, and we're going to kick things off with a pretty easy one. Jurassic Park should be, should be pretty easy. All right, I'm going to peel back
0: the curtain just a little bit. Uh, in that earlier today, we we kickstarted this game a little bit, <laughs> and probably uh, it, due to the the controversy of last week's New Hope conversation, yeah, we all just made sure that like, all right, we all agree that the first one is an S. If someone right. Came right. In in way, here, by everyone. the way
4: controversy for giving New Hope in A. By the way, I just want to clarify, yeah. we have yeah, controversy for giving. It in A, a great grade. Uh, it's okay. controversial.
3: I'll say why, though. Now we're going to talk too much about Star Wars. Watch that last week's episode. Um, it's a really good tier list. It's I like it. it would, no matter, you know, the things yeah. I disagree with. There were a lot of people that agree with you and a lot of people that agreed with, with Jake and I. So I'd say it's pretty controversial.
4: It's controversial, but like, it's not like we gave it an F. You
3: no, know what I mean, it, I, it, I think like,
4: it's
5: but, controversial in the way that like if Michael Jordan went to the Olympics and won a silver medal, it sort of like. Really? Like, I mean, yes, I it's a silver medal. OK, and it's, it's an
4: analogy. I, I think A is a gold medal.
3: Anyway, is like Jurassic everything.
4: Park
0: is an S. Yes. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's and, stay on track. Uh,
4: I, I, I'm actually glad we brought this up because I, and you're talking about the text thread, because I think this is an interesting aspect. So earlier on the, today on the thread, we, we, we text each other hot takes all the time. And I, I meant this one and I'd still mean it. that I, I, I think the original Jurassic Park, I think, is a better film than A New Hope. And I think and I, and I know they're two different. Uh, playing fields but I think they're actually more similar than people give them credit for they're both the start of a franchise they are both um, incredibly innovative pieces of cinema Uh, things that changed the way movies were made in terms of special effects and and CGI and and mixing Mm -hmm. that with practical effects and I think while I think a new a new hope generationally I think Star Wars will overall overarchingly be a bigger deal I think Jurassic Park could be put into a realm where they both are achieving in my opinion the same sure. thing and then at the same time I would argue Jurassic just does it better because as as Sean said Spielberg is just a better director than Lucas and that's just not really a I don't think people would disagree with that so it's I like yeah. I don't disagree with
3: that I don't completely disagree but I think I think what's working in Jurassic park's favor in any movie's favor is when it's like a tight concept. Like when this is mm-hmm. like Jurassic yeah. park is a very you know, we're talking about bringing dinosaurs back to life. That's high concept, I guess. But like, it's sure. a pretty tight story. It's here are a few characters. We're going to put them in this situation. And because Steven Spielberg is Steven Spielberg, he'll turn in one of the most exciting things you've ever seen. But thematically you know, it's, but, but, hang on, too, but, but star you know? Wars has so much going on. Like it's a movie that is, can still be great and still be S tier. But like I I see if you're comparing them why this one maybe feels like it's better because it's it's allowed to be much more tighter and sort of work much more easily, I think.
0: Yeah. And 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 also at the same time,
3: Jurassic Park is not Spielberg's
0: second movie. You, you know, like yeah, Jordan Jordan talking a about decade a decade work under his under his, his belt. Yeah,
5: I don't I don't know if like better is exactly the the adjective I would use. I I will say, I mean, like I Jurassic Park is I, I've said before the movie I've seen more than any other movie on this planet. And there yep. are some days I, I think people's favorite movie is a constantly shifting target. I, right. There are some days where I would say that Jurassic Park is maybe my favorite movie it of all perfect. time. Um, it is perfect. so it's so a in, perfect in, movie. in in your sense, Kevin. I would say that I. I prefer to watch Jurassic Park over A New Hope. I'm not willing to step forward and say I think it is a better film, but I prefer I Jurassic Park over A New Hope. I was, I'll say a,
4: that. And, yeah. if, you know, and I'm sitting here looking at this. Like I would have zero issue right now with seeing Jurassic Park and Empire at that S tier. Like yeah. they're both, they're both like in my opinion the best of the mm-hmm. franchise, and they're the and they're. I mean, as we said last week, Empire is. Uh, close to a perfect film as well. Mm-hmm. But Jurassic Park being on an S, and this is a really fascinating discussion because and we'll dive into this as we dive, dive deeper into the, I almost said diaper, dive deeper into the uh, other films. But if you think about it like this, like this film came out in 93 and I, we all know that he made Schindler's List and Jurassic Park in the same year, which is insane. already an astounding Insane, absolutely insane. But at the same time, like you think about where we are now in 2022 and with Fallen Kingdom and Jurassic World and Jurassic World Dominion, and Jurassic Park still looks better than all of them, all mm-hmm. every single one of them. Like Sean made a great point today in the in the text thread about the raptor scene in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like there is not a single scene in any Jurassic film since that comes close to that. And or the not Jurassic even scene. to
5: your point, Kevin, yeah.
4: not even like uh,
5: in regards to because I know a lot of people say, well, it's because they used more practical dinosaurs. And the practical dinosaurs, Stan Winston's work yeah. in Jurassic Park looks better than the practical dinosaurs in Dominion.
4: Yeah, there are, there are practical dinosaurs in the later films that look CG. And it's like yeah. it, it, it's so weird because maybe they're enhancing them with yeah. CG. But or I it mean, it looks like, like there's someone like right off camera, like, like yeah. twisting their arms doing, you know, it's a. Yeah. it's bad. I, was, I was talking to someone the other day about this, and I, I always love love this because you you forget how many people don't follow the inside of, of filmmaking that like like we do. I was telling someone about how the T-Rex scene was done in Jurassic Park, and they were like, wait a second, that was real animatronic T-Rex. I'm like, yeah, what they did was it was raining. And so Spielberg brilliantly combined CG when obviously the T-Rex is running. And then there's then the practical aspect of this like multi thousand pound uh, animatronic that Stan Winston created, who obviously, you know, T2, everything he's done is incredible. Which came alive, which came came alive, like in between takes. But you know what it is? There's three little things about Jurassic Park that I want to mention real fast. Three tiny things that I think are so impactful, but they're so small. Objects in this mirror are closer than they appear, changed, yes. changed forever because of that movie. Every time I look at my mirror and I see that mm-hmm. writing, I think yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park. Um, second, smallest little thing on the planet, the little raptor's nail. The, yeah, the uh, on the on the um on the ground. That's my favorite. So effective. And then third, uh oh my god, where was I going with that? There was another one. Uh, I can't uh, it'll come back to me, but there were a just so of water? many water?
0: I can't see a cup wa- of
4: water oh, with the the water's good, and then the uh you know, what, you know what I, you know what I, that scene that kind of really mo- put me into the immersive quality of that moment was when he bites the tire. When, she, when yeah. the dinosaur bites, uh, is, is, is the is T the Rex female or male? Female, female. That's right, right. They're That's all, right. that they're You're all right. female. Explain that in the beginning and then, yep. and then obviously Jeff Goldblum's theory. But, but it's fascinating to me when, when, when she bites the tire. While that is, Um, I think I think it's a CG shot. It looks so awesome, Sean. Sean,
3: before we move on, though, I want to hear your thoughts on. I want to give Jurassic Park all the love we can because it's it's a perfect movie. I don't want to gloss over and go, yeah, it's perfect. But
0: I didn't. John uh, Williams. I'm not.
3: So 93. Where was
0: I in 93? Um, I was a freshman in college. So I wasn't. What was the the
5: vibe when it came out? Like it, it, like as a kid, it was the greatest thing in the world. But you're a freshman in college. Like, what is what is the vibe when a movie like this comes out?
0: Um. I I mean I I appreciated it for what it was and I I recognized that it was a really well done summer blockbuster. It didn't blow but you away. I wasn't as enamored with it. Mm. Um, in general, I'm, I'm not a huge. I don't really. I'm not a huge dinosaur movie type. Not that there are a lot of them to even choose there's from. Really, only one. Um, yeah, pretty pretty much. Well, there's two. Uh, I take that back. Yeah. So I kind of appreciated it as more. I think Spielberg is such a master of tension, and I think that he. Uh, dials up tension in this movie you know better than he does in so many other films that he works on uh right down to you know the sequences of uh timmy on the fence uh and Mm, you know like he has all these little things built in where it seems like the characters are in so much danger the kitchen scene i bring up because it's just it's so Mm. effective to me but but the kitchen scene like could have been anything it, it didn't have to be Raptors like the way he shoots it. It could have been anything.
4: He could have Remember been the making a horror movie on the, on the window. Yeah, oh, oh, it's all terrific. Well, oh, it's I all love terrific. the I
5: love the edit between Laura Dern and Sam Neill basically saying, oh, we're safe unless the Raptors n- figure out how to open doors and then right. cut yeah. to the door handle in the kitchen slowly mm. opening. It's such a great edit. And you believe I know. It. I yeah, 100 percent.
0: I had read Crichton's book beforehand. Um Because that was a really popular book before Mm. he made it into a movie. It's a brutal um, book. It is. It is.
5: If if Spielberg directed that page for page, it would be rated R.
0: And the concept of the of the movie is just so terrific. Like Mm -hmm. it's what struck me so much about Jurassic Park is that the way that they describe the mosquitoes keeping the DNA, Mm -hmm. I was like. Oh, yeah, yeah that makes actually, sense. Like, yeah, no, no. how come they haven't done that? <laughs> that's but that, so that's expedition. all of Crichton's
5: work, though. Crichton's uh. work always takes the most complicated, intricate scientific protocols and makes it so that, for lack of a better term, like I'm going to speak for myself, a layman can understand it. And I think that sure. that's genius.
4: Sean brings up a good point. I, I every time I revisit Jurassic Park and they show the the explanation of the mosquito, I go, huh. Yeah. could that really like, happen yeah. like, well, like why that hasn't that happened seems like it would be like an actual feasible thing that could occur like it makes perfect sense yeah. but i mean like i don't know and, he, and he makes so you believe it yeah
0: one of the things that 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 came to mind when kevin brought up the the new hope versus jurassic and i don't know this there's no reason why we should be pitting those two it's movies are okay. yeah, but keep one of up. the reasons yeah it's bizarre that we are doing that well, but but i'm saying that yeah. the real reason why i think jurassic is better um, is because Spielberg got really great character actors. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Neill is terrific. Ooh. Laura Dern is terrific. Jeff Goldblum, he's not yet the Goldblum caricature yet as Dr. Yeah. Ian Malcolm. It's um,
5: don't, don't you feel, though, while we're talking about him and playing his performance, he's played Ian Malcolm four times now. Mm. Don't you feel that he's played Ian Malcolm four different ways? Because I feel like... Like Ian Malcolm <laughs> is so drastically different in Lost World. This is going to be. And, and, and he's he's but like in Dominion. He's he's I, I, uh, like a to he's, like he's like an action star. He's like he's yeah. not like he's not even the same guy at
3: all. Do we want to get to the Lost World? Do we want to get to the Lost yeah. World? Well, so I want to hear
5: what Sean's like the rest of the um, like just that summer that it came out. Like it just it, it was just
0: because
5: uh, it was the highest grossing film of all time. Mean, right.
0: Yeah, but if I I don't think I saw it more than like one one time in the theater, I think I went and I went to go see it and I thought it was great and, you know, kept track of the fact that it was a juggernaut. But it it wasn't one of those movies that I that I saw a ton. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, that was great, you know, and then kind of moved on. Um, I do remember they brought it back uh, just a couple of years ago for an anniversary rewatch sort of thing. Um, They brought it back to theaters and I took the boys to go see it. And that was the first time I'd seen it on on the big screen in a really, really long time. And was stunned, you know, again, just like how well it plays. Like, oh, that is a perfectly made uh, blockbuster. And the effects are unbelievably great. And I appreciated it even more. But at the time, it
3: just was it was its thing. Let's keep it moving. We uh, are going to talk about The Lost World Jurassic Park. Um, I feel like my rating is maybe controversial. I don't know. Mine will be too. I have I, 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 I never understand the hate for this movie. I don't get the hate for this movie. Uh, for me, this movie is an A. I put it's this as uh, a it's for, all
5: it's also an A for me.
3: It's an A for me too. Okay, it's fantastic.
5: It has
0: it has quintessential Spielberg
3: oh, moments. The, it has I,
5: great Spielberg moments.
3: And I should maybe say that this is an S. The only reason that I don't say it's an S is that the Jurassic Park is just that much of a perfect movie that it feels weird. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like there's, that's
0: there's no other S. I don't in have this any. I don't yeah. have any
3: issues with
4: with, yeah. with this movie. Like I don't. I think. I think the reason this is an automatic A is the Julianne Moore scene on the glass. For me, it's the uh, the raptors in the grass. Raptors
5: but like you're right, like, right, but like that's the thing that there are multiple, even like the opening with a young girl. And, uh, and, and like the spawn little... is awesome. Yeah. I
3: love yeah. this lawn in it.
0: Hell, I think bringing them I, I, and I know that Spielberg rushed them to the mainland because he wanted to do it. You know, I know that whole story yeah. that they were going to save that for the third one. But I think the dinosaurs in San Diego is terrific. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> it's terrific. Yeah. And the, and, and
5: there and it's and you know what? This is the last Jurassic movie that still has scares. Like there are moments yeah. that are actually kind of sc- like the dinosaurs are still scary. There It's more of an action series now. But like there was a time when we actually were scared of these things, like the raptors scared yeah. the shit out of us. And and there there are some really scary moments so I like the this.
0: the daughter doing gymnastics. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was
5: great. But I they they great. set it up early and that and, and that beat where he goes, like they cut you from the team.
0: <laughs>
5: so <laughs> the, right. yeah, I yeah. I have the, a
3: question. The note, the, the note that people have about Goblin's performance though, I to me that always made sense because to me he was changed by the events of the first yeah. film. Yeah. Sure. Like to me. You know we talk it's supposed to scare the shit out of you, like he nearly died in that yes. movie, and that scared the shit out of him, and he's like a dad in this one, like yeah. it felt like he was yeah. he I, in I the first movie he's kind of a playboy, you yeah. know whatever, and in this it felt very much like he under he has a new appreciation for life and death, and he's also like responsible for this yeah. person and to me it never it, it felt like that was what his character evolved into mm-hmm. whatever Jurassic world does with him is you know.
5: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't it, dislike, I actually like him in Lost World. It's more, it's more, uh, it's more the Lost World movies that start kind of, um, I'm sorry, the Jurassic World Jurassic movies World. that start yeah. losing mm-hmm. me in terms of his performance.
4: Okay, question for you guys. Um, okay, I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of any more than Temple of Doom and Lost World. What are other sequels that Spielberg's done from his films that he started?
3: Uh he doesn't, he, he has not he doesn't have a lot of like
4: franchises uh, that's yeah. outside of that. Is is what's the better sequel from the oh, original? In, okay, Raiders, okay Raiders, yeah. Raiders, Raiders the Temple or Jurassic to Lost though, World? Though, would,
5: do you consider? I mean, Temple is technically a prequel, yeah. So, yes, so uh,
3: the second
4: movie, it's a second, I mean. second sure, at it. His return.
3: Sure. I, I,
0: I love them I, both. I, I do Raiders Temple, that's my favorite. Same,
4: but I also, because I, I do think Temple is better than Lost World, but I also think that they're both very good. Sequels. Yeah I struggle uh,
3: to see it that way I guess like, I, like not like agreeing or disagreeing with you I struggle to compare them
4: like to me they're just they're different. I'm just thinking uh, of the uh, jump like from a highly successful film yeah, and then I love doing them both. a second film yeah. has he both. not done
3: that only twice ever? Well because he doesn't it, do a lot of franchises
0: right like he's he's got I a lot think of other sequels he's done why might we're, we're probably blanking on a very obvious
4: Spielberg no, sequel but I can't the, the reason why you're blanking is because if you think back to the future that's obviously Zemeckis even though Spielberg's yeah. name is yeah. on it. Um, Transformers
0: oh the Terminals
4: terminals yeah terminals jaws's jaws's Bridges
3: of spies catch me again if you can <laughs>
0: <laughs> um majority report <laughs> we're, we're glancing the over kevin uh mentioning thing that like that sequence is julianne moore falling
3: i gets referenced
0: a lot you know and everyone's like oh it's so good but you have to go back and
3: and watch it again like beat for beat like
0: it yeah it is so
3: expertly I would argue crafted that, that that sequence is just as good as anything that they did in one. The crack. Like, that's that's the that's sound. What, yeah. when might it comes be better. to tension. might be better. Might be You're better. right. It's might be better. I, I can't watch that without feeling tense in my yeah. shoulders because it's, it's so terrific. good. And it's a sequence that literally any movie at any time will throw in. Like, they'll be like, what if they're standing on a plate of glass? Like they just like, you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, 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 that's how good it is. That's how well it just kind of, uh, basic it is in in genius it is
4: try not to hate me here gabe but one of my oh so you know i love the fast and furious films i loved the one in furious seven with paul walker okay he is a similar over a cliff i mean it had to be an homage to oh yeah oh 100 it's the same it's a long bus and awesome scene yeah Yeah, that and i don't mind it i think that's what
3: i that's kind of what i was getting at is it's so good it's so iconic that like you know what no one else can one out there too Go ahead. I
0: want to throw uh live free or die hard. There's a scene mm. where Bruce Willis is with uh, I like that movie a lot. Maggie Q in the uh is it Maggie Q? Uh mm. who's in the uh elevator shaft. And um they're fighting with each other on the the van that she's driving.
3: It might not be Maggie Q, I don't think it is. Live free or die Although, hard, that's the one. Live free or die hard. Let me look. I'm looking right now. Uh, keep vamping, keep talking. Maggie well,
4: Q great. is in the movie. I just don't know. I don't remember the scene you're talking if about. If she's though.
0: in the movie, then, then it is her for sure. Yeah, She's yeah. making Justin Long uh, type something on a keyboard in order for uh, to, <laughs> to get the system go back down. And, and Willis Willis <laughs> drives right at her with a truck and yes. he hit, hits her and she's holding on to the uh, hood of the car. And then they end up in an elevator shaft. And it, it's so it's the two of them fighting around a car that is slowly falling because it just keeps getting caught up in the in the cables of the shaft. Uh, and you know, at one point he falls through the van and lands on the windshield, kind of thing.
3: And mm. it's just so uh, like it, it's uh, right. I, I mentioned, I mentioned, and folks at home, we might we might have lost Jake. He, he'll come. He's coming in. i was having some internet issues, so if he bounces in and out, that is why. Um, I mentioned like okay, maybe this, maybe my, I thought maybe our opinion, our shared opinion, was going to be controversial. And this isn't everything, but like looking at like the IMDb rating, it's a 6.5 for The Lost That's World. crazy. It's like, who? Why, like, why, Spielberg why is this a doesn't, thing?
4: doesn't love that movie either, weirdly That's enough. That's fine. No really? filmmaker. No filmmaker really loves yeah. the work. Oh, it's interesting. Whatever. I never heard him talk about it. I'm pretty sure he's like commented on how I don't want to misquote him, but I'm almost certain Spielberg's been pretty vocal about like, Jake could probably talk to him about it, too, but like he's talked hmm. about. I think he's talked about like rushing that film or whatever. whatever. I don't remember what happened. I right. have to go, go back. Well, let's
3: go ahead. Um, does anyone have any final thoughts? I'm going to go ahead and throw it to an ad. Here-
4: here it is. If you go don't ahead. actually, this is this is a cinema. I I'd like to know this. Yeah, this is a oh, cinema, cinema. article. How about it? I'll Sean, give you the don't have line. all of our quotes. I didn't write it. <laughs> this is, actually, it was just written in March by Mike Reyes. Spielberg explains what right went wrong show. with Jurassic Park: The Lost World. He said, "My sequels aren't as good as the originals because I go into every sequel I've made, and I'm too confident. The movie made a gazillion dollars, was justified as the sequel, so I come in." I come in like it's going to be a slam dunk and I wind up making an inferior movie to the one before I'm talking about the lost world and Jurassic park. And then hmm. I think I don't, I, I, he, I've yeah. always got a sense that he didn't love that movie, but I couldn't remember the the reasoning for it. But, but yeah, whatever, I just, I, it, I, yeah.
3: I, you can never have a, he's too close to it anyway to really judge sure. it the way that we can judge as an audience could judge it. I mean, that kind of is what it is, but mm-hmm. it, that's kind of what we were getting at. It's like, it's, it's yes. Jurassic park is Jurassic park. It's a pantheon. It's in a pantheon that only so few films can sort of achieve. And The Lost World also happens to be great. Like I would put it, if if Jurassic Mm -hmm. Park didn't exist on this scale, it would be the S tier, you know, thing Mm -hmm. for me. I got no problems with it. On that note, we are gonna take a quick ad break uh, and come back and we are gonna wrap up this tier list and get into our Jurassic World Dominion reviews. But until then. This episode of Real Blend is brought to you by Marvel Strike Force. Better yet, each week during the Deadpool anniversary, players can complete events and receive even more special rewards and skins. If you want to get in on all the fun of Marvel Strike Force, be sure to use our promo code MAXPOOL, that's M-A-X-P-O-O-L, and thank you to Marvel Strike Force for supporting the show.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place, by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering
3: your success. And we are back, and so is Jake. Jake is back from the internet hell that he was in, but we're all back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to pick back up with uh, Jurassic Park 3. Who wants to kick us off? Jake. Oh, look uh, at
5: this. This is, this is a C for me. Um okay. And, and it mostly just because I really dislike a lot of the characters and I dislike the plot and kind of the whole, like, gotta go and rescue the kid and we're tricking Sam Neill and... And William H. Macy and Taya Leone. And and I also hated them like trying to bring in this new dinosaur, the Spinosaurus, and trying to like show how badass it was by kicking T-Rex's ass. It's like no one like don't don't like try to. Like that, I love the T Rex. Don't like try to like impress me by bringing in some dinosaur I've never even heard of, and and like having it like destroy the dinosaur I love. Like that, uh, it. Even just, heard of. how many I, dinosaurs just, had
3: you heard of before Jurassic Park? Though at least I mean, I was
5: five, so <laughs> exactly. I mean there was there was T Rex mostly, um, but you know, and, and and granted, like there's a lot of like practical effects there, and they do get in the a river sequence, which was originally, as we know, scripted for for the original Jurassic Park. Um, right. So there's there, you know, it's not it's not a monstrosity, but it's got a lot of issues. So for me, it's a yeah.
0: C. Um, I, I guess I'd be at a C, too. I, I, I'm i probably I'd be since we use these terms now, I'd be C trending B um, just because I did like I, I liked having Sam Neill back. Um, but I agree with Jake. I did not like the the plot of manipulating him essentially to to take on the mission. Uh, mm. I was like William H. Macy, uh, even when he's playing a character like that. Mm. Um, and it's this seemed This one seemed really dedicated to uh, we haven't shown you set pieces with flying dinosaurs. So we're going to incorporate them as much as possible. Sure. Um, and I don't think that they went into Jurassic World three thinking that it was the conclusion of a trilogy. I, I mm-hmm. thought that they viewed it as just the next one. So it it exists in a weird kind of limbo where if they, we're going to sort of close it off. You know, this might've been a good opportunity for them to do so, but you know, they were still hoping that this franchise cranked out stories. So in a way it feels unfinished to me also by the time you get to the end of it to the point where like, I know they've had conversations about, because you know, some of them take place on, uh, was it Isla Nublar and Mm -hmm. Isla Sorna? And so they, they left threads open in this franchise that then the Jurassic world movies tried to pick up or close and so this one always feels like it's kind
3: of in limbo. Would you say uh, was this one kind of did you feel like this one at the time um, was more like they were trying to just turn it into a franchise like they were just trying to oh, turn it into? Yeah, let's, yeah. yeah.
0: It, it felt like a later Rocky movie where yeah, you were just yeah. like, oh, we got to make another we're to make another one of these Jurassic movies. So and also don't forget, it also
5: it established that Sam Neill, and Laura Dern don't end up together.
3: Yeah, because right, she's in it. Right. Is she just in the beginning? Is that right? Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's the beginning scene. She's yeah. married with kids. This is one I I, I regret not rewatching because I haven't seen it in some time. Um, and I know there's, there's a lot that I do like about it. You mentioned the like flying dinosaurs. There's like that whole pterodactyl scene where he gets picked up and I think mm-hmm. he like escapes with like a parachute or something like that, um, which is really cool. I am also C trending B. I regret not rewatching it because I wonder if I'd be firm C, firm B um, Hmm. on a rewatch. Someone did remind me the other day we were talking about this, and they mentioned the um, the talking yeah raptor. <laughs> yeah, Alan. and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about that. That is kind of oh cheesy. oh my god, that's right. Yeah, yeah, is yeah the dream. Yeah, yeah. kind of cheesy. But I kind of I don't dis I don't dislike. But at least it, it, it was, was a practical
4: talking raptor. MSC. That's see, yeah, get yeah, yeah, gets yeah, points yeah. for that.
0: You
3: know, I'm surprised that this is Joe Johnston who's
0: a good director. It makes me yeah. wonder if it was just a lot of studio interference.
4: I was just about to bring that up because I'm in a C two, and uh, I think Joe Johnston's a. a good director i don't love yeah. first yeah. avenger so i i think that like i i think he is a he kind of reminds me of like an in-between from spielboard to trevorrow october sky is brilliant yeah, yeah. That, and, that october the, sky the is great Rocketeer's Rocketeer, rocketeer rocketeer no you're, you're right johnson's good He's a, but i jumanji wait he did jumanji oh, he, did, he did the first jumanji yeah oh wow I retract my statement, <laughs> <laughs> honey. I shrunk the kids. Oh, then never. Uh, never mind. He's Guys, a great is this director. the most amicable
5: tier list we've ever done <laughs> so, so far? far but, so good, but,
4: but
0: not not at the next this is, one. This is where
4: it gets oh, interesting. I will say though, oh, in it? terms of Jurassic Part Three, kind yeah, of okay. what Gabe said, I have not seen that movie since the theaters. Yeah, um, and I never wanted to go back and rewatch. It. I mm-hmm. never had the desire to. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember it being horrible, but I just remember it being like. I remember it being a significant drop in quality, which clearly you're, but wow, I didn't realize that Joe Johnston had all those films under his belt. Yeah. It, it, insane. it was
5: the first Jurassic movie where I felt like, oh, maybe these aren't special anymore. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah.
3: That's a good way to put it. I it think C is, I think C is right? really good. I, I stick to I'm C trending B because nostalgia probably has me yeah. there, but well, I know there's a lot the, I like about it. If you're
0: the entry that, that shelves the franchise for a little while, like, sure. You, you yeah. kind of have
3: to be in that seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, picking it back off the shelf and uh, dusting it off is Jurassic World. Who wants to kick off our discussion on Jurassic World? I'm, I'm going to go, go C. C. OK, OK,
0: Sean? it's an A for me.
4: Whoa,
0: Jurassic World's an A for me.
4: Whoa. My problem with Jurassic World is maybe it's a B. I don't J- know. Jake, where are you at? Uh, it's a D for me.
3: A d oh, yeah. we are
5: all
4: Holy over damn. the place yeah all i still right,
3: can't so let me Oh go ahead, Gabe. where are you ah, i still can't make up my mind if
4: let this me... is a b I'm or going c. c i'm going C.
0: B or c okay so i'm going to make a pitch of why it's an a um and and why i think that it works and i've re- i've revisited it a number of times it's actually for a, for a while it was one of pj's favorite movies so he watched it all the time uh he had like three favorite movies shown Jurassic park um i did and he I'm stuck just Jurassic World which <laughs> just
3: is way kidding. more of his thing um, they have cell phones in this one dad
0: it's you know it's tough bringing a, a franchise back from the dead um and i i really liked the idea of uh they got the park up and i think running the key to this one they used successful
3: a, they used a mosquito right of Spielberg's blood <laughs> that
0: was how they brought <laughs> this one back
3: it should someone should get a mosquito
4: of that his blood that would have been a Better idea. Actually,
0: keep it around. <laughs> keep it around. Um, they cloned so him. I like the idea of the of the working park. I like the, the and so the when you go through the park and it's Disney esque with its um, with its different rides that it's going on and the monorail going through and the and the water exhibits and and having a bit of a SeaWorld aspect to it. I really but enjoyed that
4: CG though.
0: Well, a bit beyond this, I'm not. I'm just focusing on the story itself um, because I'm I'm a little more story driven. Uh, in terms of how it worked, I liked uh, the concept of. There's been critiques level that Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Chris Pratt's characters that neither of them are likable uh, over the course of the Jurassic World franchise. And it works fine for me in the Jurassic World uh, series where Judy Greer ships her kids off uh, and Bryce Dallas Howard being this aunt who's super busy uh, and doesn't really want to deal with them and just sort of says, "Hey, go enjoy the park," kind of thing. I was okay with that. Like that's fine. You know, you're self centered. You're a workaholic. You fought to get to this position of leadership in this park, and you don't necessarily want to babysit your your sister's kids. Uh, so that all worked for me. I really like Chris Pl- Chris Pratt as Owen in the first movie. Um, and I know he's doing a Harrison Ford riff, like Chris Pratt kind of does. Um, he's but I really like Indy. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the case, but I liked what they did with the Raptors. I liked the fact that he was able to somewhat train them Uh, there. I think the shot of him riding the motorcycle with the Raptors running alongside of him is actually really cool. Um, I think that the, the ball scene with the, with the kids in the ball, as they're getting knocked around from the dinosaurs is cool. Like it has good set pieces. Um, And the conclusion, you know, the, the return of the T-Rex to me was, was Great. I thought it was a really great return. So I, I could probably go down to B, but I really do think that when you're bringing this back and you're trying to ramp it up, but you also uh, need to to extend it and go beyond it, I thought it succeeded uh, far more than it failed. So I'd be, yeah. I'd be in an A.
4: A lot of what but, you said, though, I mean, like, I do like a lot of those scenes, too. Those are just sections of a film that I think work. But I... <sighs> And again, this is just, you know, from 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 a purely technical standpoint, I am taken out of that film way too much. Um, And what astounds me is the time frame between Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and how Jurassic Park just looks a thousand times better. And I I think that is a fascinating thing. I'm not saying that the tech or the CG needs to qualify a bad or good film. But if your immersion is disrupted from bad CGI, when you've already seen great Versions of this from uh, however many 15 years. What how many, how was it? 20. How many years later was this from Jurassic Park to this in? Um, in
3: Oh, oh you mean in the real world? In real uh, in our life. 20 plus 20. Because
5: because right, yeah. Fallen Kingdom was the 25th anniversary of Jurassic right. Park. So it would have been like 22
0: what, or something. Like what that. CG looks bad specifically in Jurassic oh, I think, World? Like, I what mean, stands the, the
4: out first one that comes to mind is that awful sequence in the in the in the water in the beginning when they're showing when they first get there and that thing comes out of the water and like bites or kills something. I don't don't remember this. The the two kids are watching it. I just, I just sat there going, how does a movie 20 plus years later look worse than the original? I just Mm -hmm. don't understand that. And and, And I, to me, that is a massive problem. Like I don't, I mean, like you already are set into a standard from a film that came out 20 plus years prior. I'm not saying it has to be the best story or the best characters or the best performances. But I Spielberg, uh, I, w- I would argue, would probably argue that immersion is the key to storytelling, keeping your audience in that movie and suspending their dis- disbelief and not letting not reminding them they're watching a film. I was reminded constantly during Jurassic World that I was watching a movie.
0: Right. See, and I think the argument might be made that the studios would say 20 years later, the tools are now this. So use the tools, whereas you would like them to go back and use the 1993 tools.
4: Well, necessity is the mother of invention. You CG should be I say this all the time. If you open up paint and Microsoft, whatever, right, there should be like a bunch of tools at the top there with colors and fonts and then maybe a CG button. And then you you take whatever image you've put in there or whatever, and you 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 make it better with CG like that entire uh, rain sequence in Jurassic Park. Sure. Is a mix of CG to, and practical, and then he blends them. Just put, so I you think forget for a, it. You forget yeah, you're watching them. Yeah, yeah. um, you know,
3: we've had. I think to put a finer point on what Sean was saying is, I, it's not as simple as just go back and use practical. I think the literal artisans who are capable of making that look good um, are fewer than there were back then. They retired because, because they're retired out, and they and maybe you know not as many of them passed down their skills. And the industry itself has poured money into supporting countless VFX houses. And so that is, that's the cost that's, you're going to get a better result per dollar. Definitely by going to these houses that have been built up over the last couple decades, decades um, that are popping up all the time. And that specialize yeah. in those things like, like it's, we want it to look like that, but I would be curious to know the practicality of so, what's if we, if they were to try to do a practical, so if the artisan the be- even really exists, that can make it work at the scale that they want it to.
4: Best scene in that whole movie is the practical dinosaur scene. They uh Dallas Howard and Pratt walk up to this dinosaur, it's like laying down and dying, right? It's like it's right. like slowly dying. And that was the moment I leaned in I'm like, ow, oh, this is Jurassic. Park. See, that I I even sweet. think that one looks bad. I I
5: remember I and I, I, re-watched, I rewatched I rewatched this um, recently and I looked at that head that they were holding and I was like, that looks
3: really bad. Uh, I'm gonna solidly tongue sticking out. I'm gonna yeah. solidly go uh, into C, line. which if the math is right, we have an A, we have two C's, and a D. I think that puts that at C. I think the D and the A kind of cancel each other out there is that jake why are you at a d that's true i I
5: find it unbearably boring i am just i i tried rewatching it before Mm. uh, going into dominion and every 20 minutes i would just pause it and go do something i couldn't watch it for more than 20 minutes at a time and Mm. ended up not even finishing it because i was just like i just don't care every (laughs) every creative choice made I I genuinely think is the wrong choice. I think the care like the two kids are annoying, like like all the all the characters, like I don't care about anybody. I hate the the glossy rendered look of the whole movie, like the entire thing looks like a video game. Um, and yeah. uh, and it also there j- there's just like this very forced pseudo nostalgia Like whenever they roll up on the original Jurassic Park and like all the the Jeeps are there and it's like, hey, remember all these things? I'm like, yeah, all you're making me do is want to watch a better version of this movie. (laughs) Um, I just I I strongly disagree with every creative choice made in this movie. And and the worst part of all is that I find there is a Jurassic Park movie that like like say what you want to about Jurassic Park 3. I could sit down and watch it beginning to end probably right now. Jurassic World, I literally would want to claw my eyes out if you made me sit down and, and
4: watch that from beginning to end. Well, I'm, Jay, not in, I'm not in that camp about how, the, but I don't disagree with a lot of what you said. Yeah. But like, I do like Pratt and Blue. I like that story. Mm-hmm. I like that arc. I like the training of them. I like the sure. hand gesture. I think there's a there's a really cool aspect to that that I think really does work. It's I think I even on the
5: like to, to on the flip side of that, whenever I saw the trained Raptors running alongside him on the, the motorcycle, it really made me go, Oh, maybe there really was no more story to tell beyond lost world. <laughs> I I mean, like at, this, at this point you really are. And I get it to a certain degree. They, of course they're making up stuff because that's what these stories are. But at this point you really are just making up stuff. Like it like there, yeah. there is no more organic story to tell.
3: They're trying to build a franchise, yeah, and that's the that's the hollow yeah. part. I mean, it worked. I mean, who am I? I mean, what the hell do I know? It worked. I want you to keep going because we're going to move on to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, yep. which my description of sounds a lot like your description of Jurassic World. I found it incredibly boring. For mm-hmm. me, this is my D. I want to mm-hmm. give it an F. I feel like I should rewatch it before I give it the, the F because I know some people like it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, where are you? Where, where did, the, uh, did this? Did this have any redeeming qualities over this? Over is, this is
5: World? a C for me. Um, I oh, do it like okay. it better. Yeah, I do like it better than than the first Jurassic World. Um, I, I I really liked. I want to say really like that's a stretch. I, I I wasn't bothered too much by the first half of the movie. I thought the the whole like we need to rescue them off the island because there's this volcano. I thought I thought it yielded some really cool visuals. Um, it Diverse. visually, I actually thought that like visually there are some really interesting. Ideas—the whole like the back half sort of being this haunted house movie. Again, yeah. it's not a good movie. It's not um, a good haunted house movie. Either. It's not a good a haunted house movie. Um, but I did, thi- and again, I have not seen it since uh, the junket in Hawaii. So oh, I was going to um, ask if
3: you tried to rewatch that. No, for, I, for I, didn't, I didn't. I
5: didn't get time to, to, to rewatch it. um hmm. I, I don't think they needed to kill the, the, them making a point to, like, let us know, like, hey, we're killing off the Brachiosaurus yeah. from Jurassic Park. Felt and, a little like. And sk- they thought Superman Jesus. was too
3: dark. Yeah. So uh, it's a C for me. <laughs> um, Sean, you were making a face. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I guess you?
0: I didn't. I didn't get to go to Hawaii to watch this movie. So it's, a, it's an F <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah I, you yeah, you, th- you, you keep is... your uh, your Trachtenberg zooms. And what, what kills me the most
3: about this, excuse me, as I shift my spot. Oh, I, I know it kills you. Yeah, yeah, this is a good point. Is that uh, I I
0: loved uh, J.A. Yeah. Bayona up to this point, who had directed yeah. a terrific film called The Orphanage, and then he directed The Impossible uh, with Tom Holland and Ewan Great McGregor. Movie. And um, and really seemed like he was uh, falling into it. Uh, oh, and, and A Monster Calls. Uh, yes, God, G. God, G. God. Three, yeah. three to me home runs in a row that really felt like he was... Following a path uh, that was Spielbergian uh, in the types of stories that he was trying to tell, in terms of funneling uh, really scary stories through the eyes of kids, mm-hmm. and I thought, like, if he's going to take over Jurassic, like this is the guy who's going to get it back on track, and he just delivered the most uneven. Uh, I mean, it literally, it feels like two movies that are smashed together. Uh, there's the island rescue from the lava which has its moments, but also has its ridiculously stupid moments where like Chris Pratt is like paralyzed and the lava is approaching him and he's got to like quickly get out of it kind of thing. And uh you know them just chasing uh, running away from all the dinosaurs and jumping into the ocean and then sneaking their way onto the but it's, it's just stupid and then you get to the back half of it which is this dinosaur auction where they're auctioning off for like 25 i would say they're, they're very
5: like they're like very bargain priced dinosaurs oh it's dumb. I remember that i remember i remember it's thinking so like man i shouldn't be able to afford a dinosaur but I could and then hear there,
0: there is a, a moment in this movie that is like profoundly stupid that they throw out that just gets completely ignored and maybe gets picked up in Dominion. I'll, I'll find out tonight um, that they have figured out how to clone humans. Oh,
5: I forgot about the whole clone girl. Oh, maybe I'm a D. Yeah.
0: And um, it just gets oh, mentioned no, that's going to be
5: taken out of context.
0: It gets mentioned and then like never really like everyone's just like, oh OK, and they roll with it. And then they jump into the next sort of like chaotic action set piece. Yeah, Sean, and you're convinced me the, that I
3: should stick to my F.
0: None of the set pieces stand out, like outside of the 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 picture that is used on the trailer, which is them running alongside uh, the ball and all the dinosaurs running from the volcano. Nothing from the back half of the movie works. Um, It ends on a cliffhanger that again seems really stupid, which is just now the dinosaurs are kind of out. They've brought them all from the island and the auction has gone sour as you figured it was going to. And now they're amongst the population. Now they're going to live amongst our civilization and they were. It's another movie that says like, hey, we use this entire movie to set up something that's going to pay off in the next one. So come back around for more Jurassic. And it doesn't work as a movie itself, as a as the middle chapter of a potential trilogy. Um, It does
3: nothing effectively. And so I thought it was terrible. Kevin, um, round us out here with uh, where you at it.
4: I'm just sitting here listening to you guys. I, I this is my favorite of the new films, no question. Okay, I, I knew I, someone I, liked I, this. Yeah, I, I like this film a lot. Actually, um, I think I thought J.A. Biona did a great job with this. Um, I think there are problems with it. Um, I think the practical effects were upped. I think this has the best effects, no question, of the of the three that have come out in this particular uh, world. Oh, it's franchise. Half the set at
3: night, right? So they kind of yeah.
4: But, mm-hmm. And the T Rex scene set at night in Jurassic Park. No, that's great. what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're. But I also I also I feel like this movie is hated on so weirdly. I thought I actually really like this film. And a lot of the scenes that Sean's even mentioning the paralyzed element in the lab, I thought that was awesome. That whole sequence, that whole running sequence down the hill, I thought was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually liked the haunted house aspect at the end of the movie. Um, I think this was the strongest of the three. I know it's not saying much. I I would Um, agree with you in that, Kevin. I would say that. But it it, it, but to me, this one worked. Um, I was it was the closest thing that brought me back to a practical Jurassic Park film that I had probably seen since lost world. And and this is, I'm not, and this is, you know, this is, we're talking about these three new films and none of them are actually great. Um, but I do think fallen kingdom is in my opinion, a very solid B, but I'm obviously very outnumbered here. So you guys no, are going to have to say, I'm going to say C, C, so I'm going to stick to I my mean, C.
3: I, I, I want to stick to my F. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we gonna end up on this? So you I have a B, a C and two F's. I think that makes it a s- a D? C Or Is it a D? C. I don't I know. I think it's a C. I think one of I think one of it makes it a C. One of the Fs or is cancelled out Fs. by those. Yeah. Two F's I don't, is don't know strong, how to do math. But
0: your B two, two Fs would be strong. I think your uh, B but, but your B would pull it up to a D.
4: Wait, Jake, you're at C? I'm at C. Yeah. Alright, it's a C. That's what I think. That's a C. Yeah,
3: with a okay. C and a B and then two Fs. Okay, see, I, I'm really fast. I mean, this is just the law of averages, I guess. It's also the best logo. The two the, Fs 30. don't pull it down? The two Fs don't pull it down to a D? I would think so, but... How do you average that? I don't I know, know. It's hard. It's a lot. It's a lot. If it's a, if the B and the C, I, I feel like C is probably where we end up with a B and All a C right. and I'm two good, Fs. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm F trending forget. D. But it's or not an F. F. You, guys are are you guys are
4: really harsh on this one. I maybe, maybe it's not an oh F. God, F. Maybe I, it's not
3: an F. That's fine. I did not like that movie. Um, it's, I did not like it. We are going to... This is our tier list as it stands right now. We are going to back out of the tier list segment. And I'm going to toss it over to Jake and Kevin to give their thoughts on Dominion. Sean is seeing it tonight, the way the timing worked out. So um, in their reviews, Kevin and Jake will, will, will give their tier ranking. But next week, Sean is going to come back around. He'll let us know his thoughts. Um, and myself, I haven't seen it yet. And we'll, we'll average that out and we'll finish off the tier list in a segment next week. Um, but who wants to kick off our review of I'm Jurassic my World volume. Dominion?
5: Uh, I'm here's what I'm saying. I, and I don't really want to spend too much time talking about this movie because I. I I do not like this movie at all. It's bad. Um, I I, this kind of falls back into the category of that first Jurassic World where I just found it to be unbearably boring. Um, The the hook of bringing back the original actors uh, fell apart for me pretty quickly because It doesn't really like the script doesn't service them at all. It doesn't really give them any great moments. And to a certain degree, it really kind of feels like these actors kind of forgot how to play these. Like they just feel like it kind of feels like Sam Neill, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum all just showed up to be in a Jurassic film. Um, The the whole concept of of um, dinosaurs have now taken over the planet which doesn't super make a ton of sense to me because there weren't that they didn't get that many dinosaurs off the island to begin with. So I don't understand how they've now well, dominated the, the entire planet. The time jump, I guess, is yeah. how they explain it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, you know, the again, we we go back to you know, like the dinosaurs aren't scary anymore. They're they're just these they're just these CGI action scenes. And honestly, by the you know, what's you know, what's such a bummer. And then I'm then I'll stop here. I, I rewatched they they released a few months back um, the the prologue of this yeah. film and I rewatched that this morning and it is actually really great. I loved even though it's still very CGI I love the whole like go taking us back to the Jurassic era and watching the mosquito and then the, the drive through sequence like the T-Rex looks incredible in the drive through sequence and that's not in the film. And I'm sitting here watching this sequence this morning going, how is, how did you cut the best part of the entire movie? I just, I think it was very much for me. It was the quintessential like Jurassic nail in the coffin for me with this series. Like unless they have found a way
3: to, they need to to make them smaller. It sounds like, yes, that's, that's, that's that's,
5: you're absolutely right. And that's the reason park and the lost world, work as well as they do is they're very intimate stories. Like there are, you know, they're about the people as much as they're about the dinosaurs. It's a tight, claustrophobic setting. And, uh, the, you know, there, there is that line that I hate. And Kevin, I think you hate it too. Bigger. Why do they always have to go bigger? That's you're absolutely right. Why do yeah. they like, just, he, just, yeah. just
4: tell the story. So Kevin, I'll Goldblum let you go is, there. No, Goldblum is literally telling you why the movie's bad in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like he's almost commenting on where we are in, in filmmaking. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm first of all, when you when you release a prologue like Nolan does this all the time um, with Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, like it becomes the beginning of the film. Um, And that's kind of what I was anticipating. And and that opener that Jake's referring to, the prologue, which you can find on YouTube, is better than anything, any single moment in Dominion. What is frustrating to me is the opening that they chose to go with. You and I looked at each other. I looked at Jake at one point and I said, "This is got it. This is a joke, right?" Yeah. Like we have, I, think, yeah, the I think we were yet. like, "Wait, wait, what is this?" It is. I want not not even gonna say what it is. We're not sure. in spoiler territory, but if they had just opened the film with that prologue, mm-hmm. I feel like the the setting and the tone of the film, like we were we were thrown off about the film the minute the film started. Like it was just that bad, um, and I, I didn't understand what happened there. And I couldn't also really wrap my mind around how disinterested I was in the der Neal storyline mm. like i these are characters that this was the whole hook for me. It was going back to these characters and having them come back in a way that was important to the story. It just felt like they were just thrown in and just kind of not treated as the iconic legacy characters that they are and I get that a movie's not supposed to treat the characters because the world of the movie doesn 't know that those movies exist but Sure. It's it's one of those weird things where it, you sit there and you kind of face palm and you go how how do you mess this up and yeah. like at the same time there Colin Trevorrow talks about how this movie has a ton of practical effects I mean the whole thing looked CG to me it yeah. like a video game like and honestly saying, the,
5: the, the practical effects look there is a a baby goofy. Triceratops yeah. in this movie that I looked and went. What the hell is that? Like, it looks like something
4: I could could have bought at Walmart. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to go to this museum and they would have like a person there that would do puppet on their hands. Like that's what it reminded me of. Um, And it's like, I just find it. It's, it's so frustrating because this is not something I want to dislike. I, mm-hmm. I am all for this. I love the idea of these characters coming back. There's scenes in it. There's a really, really awesome scene in the middle that I think is awesome when they're on the motorcycles and they're mm-hmm. going through the city um, with the dinosaurs. That was a cool sequence, even though it's heavily CG. That looked cool. And that scene to me was actually the only moment that I lost that that I got immersed because I remember like watching the film and thinking like I wasn't loving this. And then that scene hit. And then I for about five minutes or whatever, I was in it. Right. And then I came back out of it and I was like, oh, God, well, to, <laughs> to go back, back to all this. But it, it, it's it's unfortunate. And I take no pleasure. Yeah. In no, the movie. And, but but it, but it it is just one of those face palms where you go, you had this brilliant opening, this sure. perfect <laughs> opener that and like it just doesn't make any sense to me. I just couldn't believe well, it. Will, it was just um, unfortunate.
3: We'll we'll round this out and we'll, okay, we'll Sean will take us through the rest of this week in movies, but I am curious and we'll finish this off next week, but letter grade on the tier list, where do you guys are you both F? I feel weird giving it an yeah. F. I, D, I would say D. I would say a
5: strong D, but D. like D D minus, I
4: would say. Okay, yeah, D, D minus D trending
5: F as we say. Yeah, D yeah, D trending F.
4: Yeah. Right. I mean or, it, yeah. it it has It has moments that elevate it from an F to a D minus, which is so sounds so bad. Yeah. There are moments where this movie goes from an F to a D minus, but no, but it is it is uh, it's D minus. So.
0: So that is the boys comments on Jurassic World Dominion. Also opening in theaters, we have a film called Block Party that uh, we haven't had a chance to see yet, but we did see the Adam Sandler film Hustle that's coming to Netflix. Uh, Really entertaining Uh, basketball film um very formulaic Mm -hmm. uh but done in such a way that the elements that are um expected the sort of predictable elements um when they arrive they're they're kind of comforting and they're kind of uh they're satisfying it's um sandler plays a talent scout uh for the philadelphia 76ers whose job is to sort of travel the globe and and find new talent for the team uh at the at the beginning of the film his boss is um uh god i'm blanking on his name what's his oh to robert duvall d- d- yeah thank you very much robert duvall <laughs> 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 completely whiffed on duvall's name um and sandler thinks he's gonna get an assistant coach job he was in line to get an assistant coach job um but he ends up that he has to go back out onto the road and continue to scout he finds his talent uh played by uh, a, an actual nba player whose name is uh wancho Ernan And uh, Sandler thinks this guy might be his ticket to the big leagues. And so from that point on um, with, you know, a Philadelphia setting, it has some Rocky elements to it uh, of this underdog athlete trying to fight for his chance Um, It has great, great NBA cameos. Uh, A lot of NBA references as, as Wancho's character, uh, Bo makes his way to the, uh, to the draft combine and whether he's going to get into the draft had a really great uh, emphasis on trash talk in mm-hmm. the nba and how that can get underneath the player's skin and take people out of it um and again i don't think a lot of stuff that happens in hustle is going to blow people away in terms of like the surprises or the plot twists but to me just a really really well done uh basketball movie underdog sort of character study and uh and and one of the most enjoyable sandler films that i've seen in a long time you know i love him in stuff like uncut gems where he's inc- it's incredibly tense and he's really pushing the envelope and what he can do. But this is right in the sweet spot of him doing drama with, with also some hard uh, R rated comedy, which Kev, I'm sure that you appreciated that they kept the R rating uh, yeah. and, and pushed the language. So I, the, I thought that it was great.
4: Yeah. That was actually my first comment I was about to make. I was like, I think the best decision they made was making this film R. Yeah, because like the trash talk on the court and the real human mm-hmm. aspect of the story is like it, 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 a PG 13 version of this would have felt, even more formulaic like this yeah. actually works because it feels more realistic because yeah. the, the rating in my opinion i think the rating is like such a smart move also i don't I'm not familiar with this composer but i want to shout out this guy's name is dan deacon he did the music for this film there's like a fantasy quality to the music in this film like you have like these great scenes where adam and, and wancho are just walking and there's almost like this like dream like fantasy th- music playing behind them and i think thematically what that was kind of going towards was living you know achieving our dreams pushing our to our goals um it's also incredibly well shot um you you could tell that they went really deep into the production on this like there were cameras that were connected to basketball players that were able to swivel so that they could get shots of them and then they would put like the players underneath or on top of this glass and shoot above, you get the dribble. Um, and it was just like a it was in a really immersive way to shoot basketball scenes. They also shot the basketball scenes linearly, which I thought was cool. Um, hmm. They they shot them in the order of the game um, instead of picking them up and going backwards. Um, and I thought that was a really it made it play well. Ben, ben Foster played a great villain, quote unquote villain, even though I thought some of his bald cap. Uh, scenes didn't look as strong. Um, I guess I'm assuming there was a bald cap. I don't, he's not balding in real life. Is he Ben Foster? I don't no, believe so. No, but I thought there was I a, so. there was a moment where I felt like, now it could have been lighting because actually it was funny. I was watching the film and I'm like, wait, is he wearing a bald cap? And the next scene it looked really good. I'm like, I don't know if it was just the yeah. lighting, um, but overall, I, th- I thought Wancho did a really good job acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Anthony Edwards was like, sh- sh- was really good, too. I mean, these are basketball players who, like it was almost like watching LeBron in Trainwreck where I'm like, they, like they, they're like you. Was, I was just surprised how well a non actor handled these All acting right. scenes. So I want to step in just
0: for a second because I want to okay. plug the fact that we have the director uh, who's going to be a, a bonus episode um, that people are going to be able to watch one of the things we talked about is uh, these athletes being really good on camera. Yeah. He mentioned the fact that like after every game, they have to do these post game interviews, you know, Mm. so they're constantly in front Mm -hmm. of microphones. They're constantly in front of the press, constantly in front of people playing. um, And also with NBA players, as opposed to like um, football players or even base on a baseball team, you might get one or two stars, right? Like, with basketball, you're front and center all the time. You know, they're marketed on their face. They're marketed on their recognizability. And so part of the reason why people like Shaq uh, or LeBron James or Jordan, you know, make Barkley. the transition they make the jump to, yeah. uh, you know, to television personalities or movies is just because they are they tend to be really charismatic people. So and you're right. They watch or stood out so well in the movie.
4: But I remember, like, seeing, like, like, LeBron in Trainwreck. I'm like, that dude is a legit actor. Like, when you put a good director, like, that's why, because I didn't love Space Jam. I thought he was really super cold in Space Jam because the director, I don't I don't think the direction was as good as obviously what, what Judd brought to Trainwreck. But like Anthony Edwards and Wancho and Kenny Smith, I mean, everybody's like <laughs> really solid in this. And there's yep. also, you know, as, as formulaic as some of the dialogue gets gets to. I thought it actually said a lot about life, about your about being stuck in a position and not feeling you've ever done enough. And I know these are all themes that we've dealt with in films, but the way Adam sells these dramatic moments, I mean, I think he's one of one of the best actors working today. And And I think that everyone thinks about like, oh, like, again, this goes back to my argument about comedies. I think he's brilliant in comedies and drama. And Uncut Gems, obviously, is, is in PTA's Punch Drunk Love. I mean, he really has a phenomenal range, but there's even something, in something
5: like clicked, which is a more right. more
4: on the comedy side. But like clicked, he's fantastic. Yeah, there's there's just something about like even like these quiet scenes of him at home with Queen Latifah mm-hmm. um, and then the daughter being a filmmaker. I just kind of I don't know why I just I dug hustle way more than I anticipated mm-hmm. to, just because it just seemed like a film that was I'd seen before. And I was like, the R rating to me is the key here. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Think You liked it, too? Yeah.
5: I mean, you guys perfectly nailed it. Um, I would put it in that category of it's a very good version of a movie you've seen a thousand times before. But Mm -hmm. um, I very much enjoyed it. There's there's very few massive any kind of like faults there. Um, Very Mm -hmm. well done. Well made. And you're right. It has that edge to it that made me kind of go, oh, this is. This is this is still something special, even though it's for, you, you can be formulaic and special at the same time. Mm-hmm. And
4: I think mm-hmm. I think this is yeah.
0: all right. We also me want to mention, mention
4: is the exact example of that. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um We want to mention Miss Marvel, which is the new Marvel television series that's coming to Disney. Plus, I believe I, I believe we're only getting the first episode um dropping this week. Uh But Wednesday. Marvel showed us the first two and so um, we just wanted to give our thoughts on on how those two played out and what we can expect for the rest of the season. Uh, my my review starts and stops. Well, I guess that's not true. I was going to say it starts and stops with uh, Iman Vellani, who I just think is going to become a, a massive breakout star uh, and probably become the heart of, of the MCU moving forward. She gives off uh, underdog Peter Parker vibes uh, throughout the course of she worships these superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives in Jersey city, which is an, on the outskirts of, of Manhattan. Um, it's fun to see a, a television show shown from the fan perspective of a teenager who's yeah. living in a world where the Avengers are characters. <laughs> uh, the, there's w- one whole plot of an episode is just her trying to get to something called Avenger con, uh, which a teenager probably in the MCU would definitely want to do. Um, but the other people who I want to give credit to um, are Bilal and Adil who,, uh, you know, we talk a lot about when Marvel allows directors to bring their style to to storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't just do blueprint type storytelling. The style of the first episode of Miss Marvel is fantastic. Yeah, they take camera angles that are zipping all over the place uh, and following her around her room. There's a terrific shot where she falls backwards onto her bed and the camera flips upside down so mm-hmm. that the room is upside down. But she's kind of right side up. Even, and, uh, even
5: something as simple as her texting someone as she's walking down the street. And the the text pop up in street signs or the text pop up like yep. in the crosswalk as she's
0: walking, like just it's such a visual feast, really. So these guys did bad boys for life. Um, did they do anything before that or did they just? is
3: that was, their first They had thing? a breakout. They did like a I think they self-funded um, like an action film. I forget if it was a okay. shorter a feature in Belgium. And that was like they got like a golden ticket to Hollywood based on that. Okay. And then they got. um and listen, I believe that's how that played
4: out. Listen to our interview with them. Um, Sean and I talked to them for the um, bad, bad boys for life and they were great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I know that they have a pitch in for Beverly Hills cop, the new Beverly Hills cop movie that they're going to make with Eddie Murphy and Jerry Bruckheimer, if that thing still comes to fruition. So they're super talented and I really love seeing their stamp on Miss Marvel. Uh, and I'm really, I'm really excited to see where this goes. And, and Miss Marvel one of those characters I've, I've read a bunch of her books uh, I think that she's a, a, a cute character. Uh, sometimes it's aimed a little bit more towards teens, um, but that feels like a little bit what this show is. It feels a little coming of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like it's coming of age inside of the Marvel universe. I really did like the Muslim aspects that they brought mm-hmm. to it. They don't shy away from that at, at all. And they embrace the, that, that aspect of her culture uh, and why her family uh, is trying to be overprotective of her. And so I can't wait to find out what happens in later episodes when they, if, if, and when they discover her powers, because that's going to be really fascinating. And um, in general, I thought it got off to a really, really great start.
5: Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. you know, I, I've been I've been pretty tough on Marvel lately. I've you know, I feel like the f- past few titles haven't really been uh, my cup of tea. I, I will admit this is probably the most excited I've been about a new um, Marvel property in in a very long time um, to the point where I wanted more episodes after the first two were given to me um, I love this character I love her performance as this character I love the style it's so fresh and funny and feels different it doesn't feel like it was shot on that freaking Atlanta sound stage they love so much it feels <laughs> no, like they were out and Jersey about City. in Jersey it feels like yep. they were in Jersey everything about it feels real and organic I like that we're evolving into this world where like the the, the superheroes in in the MCU are now such big celebrities that they have cons and that and that there would be superheroes that that are fans of other superheroes like that's how far we've evolved down this this Plot, um, but everything about it just feels fresh from the writing, the direction. There are multiple moments where I like audibly laughed out loud at, at one of the car- every every cast member is incredible too. like this, like her, her family, her friends, everyone. And you're absolutely right, Sean, the um, bringing in of, of, of her culture and her religion. I love that it's not just a throwaway aspect of the plot or a line to like so that Disney and Marvel can pat themselves on the back. It is an integral part to oh. the character. It's an yep. integral part to the plot. Yep. And and it feels real and it feels organic. And, and right now, I, I think, you know, Sean, you mentioned I'm not entirely sure having seen the first two what the actual plot of this show is going to be. But right now I'm not really that concerned about it because I'm just loving living in her world and I'm loving getting to know her and her friends and her family. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's genuinely, I mean, I got to the point where by the end of moon night, I was having to force myself to sit down and watch it. Like, like Gabe literally was like, Jake, you need to sit down so we can talk about it on the show. I cannot wait to watch more of Ms. Marvel.
4: Cannot wait. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, cool. it's a it's an incre- it's incredible. I I was so over the top, over the moon about what I watched. Um, and like you said about the real settings, it felt real. It felt incredibly relatable, and just in terms of being a teenager, like there's a great scene, and like I think it's the first episode where she like pitches to her parents that she wants to go to AvengerCon. And like every, I I remember doing those pitches to my parents, like to like you go in, you like set it up, like you get like you know you're trying to like show them that it's okay for you to leave and go out. I just I don't know. I I, I know these are universal elements, but I just loved that it felt like a true teenage experience. Now, mm-hmm. and then the beauty of it, like you know, you're, you're you're bringing in different aspects of culture, and it it, it really it, it's Adil and Bilal just crushed mm-hmm. this. Like I was. Like there are like shots in this film that don't need to be wonders, but are wonders. Like there's a simple scene of uh, her character uh, riding a bike with this char- uh, the actor Matt, um, and they're just riding along this mm-hmm. sequence, and it's just like a three minute wonder of them riding their bikes and talking. And it's like, it, and it it was a shot that what probably wasn't necessary, but it was so immersive and real. You know, just riding your bike and without a cut and talking to your friends. That's what life was like when you were mm-hmm. growing up. Um, and then for some reason, those little details struck me. Aman Valani is. It's one of the greatest castings I've seen. She's so perfect for this role, um, and it's 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 honestly just it just gave me, it made me so excited. It's energetic, uh, it's colorful, like the the it's so beautiful to look at. Just all the different visual effects, and um, I don't know. To me, the high school stuff really worked. Amon mm-hmm. brought this up in our in my interview with her, which I thought was cool. They didn't make the bullying aspect so over the top. Mm-hmm. It was just like a normal. Part of the show, like you didn't have like your typical like, mm. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but she the way she explained it was as if like it felt more natural versus mm-hmm. like an over the top bullying situation that she may have been dealing with in the school at the time. Sure. Um, and also at the same time, I want to give them props for doing exposition brilliantly. And I'll tell you why. At the beginning of the first episode, you basically learn the whole story of the MCU through her perspective. Um, She remember, like she like walks you through the entire Mm -hmm. storyline. You guys know what I'm Mm -hmm. referring to, right? Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. I found that to be really smart. And I generally don't like recap things and like, but like to have a teenager sitting in her room, like going through the MCU story in her perspective. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it was actually kind of a a, a nicely needed recap um, that made me happy in that moment to follow that because it was from a fresh perspective. It was from somebody who was genuinely passionate about what they loved about that story and telling it to us. Um, I thought that was so smart. Um, and just the, the, there's so many things that I think people are going to latch onto and love. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to find everything aspects relatable depending on, you know, it, it just, it just, it works. I loved yep, it. It's my I favorite agree. MCU show so far that I've seen.
0: I Also cannot emphasize enough. The number of characters who have been introduced in Marvel's phase four um if you compare it to going back to like phase one where you met you know an iron man uh a thor a captain america like now through the different movies and television shows they're rolling out uh kate bishop the kingpin you know matt murdoch is being brought in through spider-man yep uh, we're gonna get a she-hulk movie we got miss marvel now at this point um uh, falcon and wonder soldier brings in uh the u.s agent essentially um Black Widow brings in Florence Pugh's character like it's it's a slew of new characters and they're all just coming out fast and fear. Loki brings right. in Kang. You know, it's, it's ridiculous at this point now. The number just of characters feels that, chill.
4: This show yeah. feels like I, I kind of like uh, I, and I don't mean to cut you off, but Jake brings up a point of like, what's the plot of the show? I'm totally cool, which is living in the world with mm-hmm. this teenager for a season. I See, think it's awesome.
0: I want a villain eventually.
4: Oh, no, I'm sure there'll be a villain. You you know, she's going to be taken into some scenario. And we've already I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but she's Miss Marvel. I mean, I mean, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, she's a, she she's a superhero. And yeah. and the Marvels is going to be I mean, she said this in my interview. I don't think it's a spoiler, but in the Marvels, she's going to be teaming up it. with mm. um, yeah, yeah. and she shot scenes with Brie Larson and everybody. Um, but what's fascinating about this story is I wasn't really waiting for hook yeah. I was yeah. just kind of like I kind of like yeah. honestly some of my favorite scenes in the whole series were her just walking through her kitchen talking yeah. to her parents and her brother yeah, her yeah, brother yeah. is hilarious yeah, I love he is her well, entire yeah. family her entire the, her dad everybody the friends the mom and dad yeah. uh uh I and I just it, it's just it, it's like a breath of fresh air yeah like out, out of it really is like it, it seems like this is what these shows should have already been like <laughs> I mean we like I'm like, like compared to Falcon and the winter Soldier this is like an s tier yeah. like com- in comparison yeah. of mm-hmm. like what it does What I love about it, the visual aspect, the character driven aspect of it. I was more involved in her meeting her for the first time than I was with anything that happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This this is
3: this
5: is what these Disney Plus shows should be. I I see something like Moon uh, Moon Knight and I just go like, look, if you wanted to be a movie, you should have been a movie, not not a uh, Fairly, I think, inexpensive looking TV show. Like if you wanted to go all in, go all in and just be a movie to me. Miss Marvel is I'm like, OK, that like if you want to do stuff for Disney Plus, this is what you should be for Disney
4: mm-hmm. Plus. Someone said this. This is the I don't know who to credit this, but it's live action Spider-Verse. It yeah. feels like a live action uh, Spider-Verse movie. The,
3: yeah, uh, 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 uh deal and Bilal said that that was their their big uh, visual well reference was go. was live action Spider-Verse. And I believe the creative team in general, live action Spider-Verse and um Scott Pilgrim, more like the big. Oh
0: yeah, I know what? yeah. You I know what? Scott Pilgrim's oh, a it's great. A lot of Scott Pilgrim. That's yeah. actually
4: I didn't I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So for people who are tuning into us, if you like Scott Pilgrim and you like Spider Verse, you're in. <laughs> also, like
0: a... you know the way that this is set up, and we'll move on after this. I promise. This is a great place for them to introduce Miles Morales. Like, yeah, it would be terrific. To introduce him through well, a she, Well, she
5: like told me, model. and I didn't realize this, that um, her, the school that she goes to and the school that Peter Parker goes to yeah. are rival schools. That's cool. Really? Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Huh. Interesting. All right, Wait, well, well, what's the thing I'm, I'm thinking of?
5: Because like, she said something... Because I, I, I asked her uh, what moment in the MCU up till now does she wish that she could have actually been in, that she didn't get a chance, and she said something to, in, in Homecoming... Because those two schools are rival schools and it would have made it would have made sense for her to actually be in the debate. Maybe the debate. Yeah, the debate team Mm. that they
0: do, because he's at Midtown High. So that's interesting. All right. So let's get to the blend game for this week. Um, We delayed her for one week uh, on behalf of Ray Liotta uh, because the fact that we lost Mm -hmm. Ray Liotta. Uh, And so we changed our game to Ray Liotta blend. And we are now bringing back Jennifer Connelly, who is crushing it in theaters opposite Tom Cruise in the uh, behemoth Top Gun Maverick. Playing Penny, uh, and uh, has of course been in a number of incredible films, spanning uh, an incredibly long, uh, just decades uh, long career, uh, and and appearing in in so many different genres and, and and styles of films, and so really with her you can go in any different any different direction. Um, the easy choice for me is to say that it's the voice work that she does for Spider-Man Homecoming. And I know that that's what Gabe was tipping <laughs> off to me. She's she does the a voice of the either.
4: A.I. I figured you uh, wouldn't pick that. I honestly role. did Karen. not know that. She's Karen. Yeah. she's Karen. She's Karen. She's suit lady,
0: which is very funny because she's married to Paul Bettany. and Paul he's Bettany. The voice of Vision. You, you can't actually be picking that. No, 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 I'm not. I I, I thought that would be very funny. Um, My favorite movie of hers uh, is going to have to be um, A Beautiful Mind. I think that Mm. uh, that cast across the board is terrific. Mm -hmm. Um, She is uh, it's a pivotal part to play opposite uh, Russell Crowe, who, you know, is is wrestling with the different demons that he's going through and unsure of of whether he's falling apart and what's real and what isn't real and her very much being the foundation, uh, the rock that he can just fall back on. Uh, and it, it could be in the wrong hands, uh, an easily dismissed performance uh, of the uh, supportive wife uh, who then just gets overshadowed by um, this towering performance by Russell Crowe. Weird to call it towering because it's very fragile Mm-hmm. same time too he's extremely um, uncertain of himself the entire time and the strength that I think Jennifer Connolly brings to the role and the strength that she brings to their relationship uh, allows him to see the good in himself and almost come out the other side uh and you know i I, I think by that point everybody really knew what a great actress Jennifer Connolly was, but this sort of cemented the fact that she could be the third leg in a in an Oscar power house of a movie, a movie that went mm-hmm. on to win uh, best picture best director. Uh, I don't, Gabe, can you check and see if she got a nomination for it as well, too? Who, um, Connolly? So- Connolly get a nomination. Connelly won. She, she won. Yeah, she won. That's what she I'm saying. Won, yeah. Yeah, 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 there you go. Even better. Okay, sorry, my bad. So I'm going to go um, as far
5: as saying yes, she did get a nomination.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. I <laughs> She appreciate wasn't that. nominated, <laughs> but
5: she
3: won. Very she right, was a right, right, right end. She was a right That's end.
0: That's how good she was. So uh, yeah, I, I, I love her in that film. I think she's terrific, and uh, I think it came around at the right at the right time for her because you know she started her career uh, in sort of the, the the teen you know love interest mm-hmm. type things, uh, transitioned to do a few really exciting things in terms of fan fantasy uh being in labyrinth and movies like that uh and the rocketeer um but then really graduated to dramatic parts and i think uh beautiful mind solidifies uh my uh, her sort of uh hitting the benchmark of being exactly where she needed to be so that's my that is my choice kev where did you end up going
4: this is a hard one because choosing favorite for the film i'm about to choose is really a weird yeah i'm sure so jake and i uh, are on the same playing field so I i'm i think we both went back for a dream but i mean i it's a hard movie to call my favorite it's it's like calling born on the fourth of july my favorite tom cruise movie it's like these are like really hardcore depressing sure. really immersive and i'm not comparing one. but, it, the but it's I'm, my
5: favorite performance of hers like it's, it's yeah. just it's a it's unbelievable it, journey that she takes in a matter
4: yeah. of two hours I make that comparison because I'll never see born on the 4th of July again. And I don't just put on Requiem (laughs) just for randomness. But Requiem was a film that came at the right time in my life. I told you guys the story before. I I, I'll never forget buying that ticket for that film. I was 16 years old. I couldn't get into it anywhere else. I, you know, faked that I had a college ID so that I could prove that I was over 18 or whatever, whatever it was. Um, And I just remember sitting in that movie And I walked out of it and I said, this should be the movie that they show people for to to say, don't do drugs. Like if I and again, I know you can't show that movie to a a middle school kid. But if I saw that at a certain time period in my life, I'm not saying that I ever went into drugs. But my, my point being is that like that would have been that would have been the stop like that movie completely took you into the life of someone's addiction in that realm And it devastates you beyond belief. And it's not just the heroine, you know, obviously Ellen Burstyn and the pills that she's on and the diet things and the television shows that she's watching. Um, But in terms of Connolly, you know, I think of that film as four leads who go through a Mm -hmm. devastating arc. Marlon uh, Mm Wayans, who's brilliant, Jared Leto, Ellen Burstyn and Jennifer Connolly, and all of them equally um, deliver phenomenal performances. Obviously, Connolly's performance is tied. It, it, her character is with Jared Leto, but her arc outside of that is incredible. Um, I still, it still horrifies me to think about what happens to her at the end of that movie. Um, all of them, to be honest with you, but that is, that is hands down the best thing I think she's ever done. A Beautiful Mind is a great one because personally, I, that that's my probably. Yeah, it's an interesting choice, but Requiem, I have to go with it because I've just never there was a certain level of devastation that that movie put in the pit of my stomach that I don't I don't know that I'll ever feel in cinema again. Like that was a really, really disturbingly raw film. And I think that not only from Aronofsky's direction and editing, the performances were equally as great as the style um, because that movie could have easily been a, a, an example of style over substance, or you know, style over performance. Because um, it's a very, very heavily edited film in a very specific way, um, but the performance has come through that edit so beautifully, and that's obviously a testament to Aronofsky's direction. But Clint wow. Mansell's score, the greatest um, director of yeah. all time, but the marriage of Clint <laughs> Mansell's score with that performance and that story is. It's just a it's just a middle ground of it's incredible cinema. You guys it's laugh, just,
0: but he hasn't missed. So I, I stand
4: by. I mean, I, stand I, by I, by I love Aronofsky, dude. I love hey. Noah. I don't care. Uh, I love I'm, Noah. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah Requiem. Um, it's a weird favorite. <laughs> I've seen it a bunch. It's a weird one, though, but it's, it's Jake? phenomenal. Jake, it's your yeah, favorite, too. Uh,
5: Yeah, I'm going to say favorite the the trajectory, the direction, the like everything that she manages to do in that performance as part of an ensemble. Like it's not even her movie like she is a part of a a four person ensemble Um, and and the journey that she has to make and make it believable and make it work. It's just it's heartbreaking the the person that you see her in in her first scene versus the person that you see in her final scene, when you think about. The fact that as an actor she made that journey in two hours and i buy it and it's heartbreaking and it's soul crushing and she just absolutely nails it um you know the 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 cool thing about requiem Is I feel like of that ensemble, there is no MVP. It's just whoever you're watching at that moment is the most captivating person in that film. Like, and I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, she is as good as, as anybody else in that film. Um, But it's just, I feel like what she has to do, what is asked of her. I mean, you're, you're basically, you know, you're, you're asking someone to, to, to score a touchdown for you. And she's coming back and going, well, what if I score three? Uh, it's just uh, she's she's doing far and beyond what, what is asked of her in that script. And, and it's just mm. it's it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal performance. And, and I don't think she's done anything better than that. I'll, I'll never Ariel. get that
4: image. The image out of my mind of that yeah. ending. Yeah. Her her ending. or They're all of all four of their endings yeah. are horrifying. But yeah, hers was the one that I was like, did I just see that in a movie? Yeah. On a big yeah. screen that that just really happened? Like it was that was shocking man, real uh, shocking. Uh, aerial pace went with uh,
0: Ameri- american pastoral john palmer and the real world uh and many more went with the rocketeer mm. the teeth Satith, yep. godi went with labyrinth and dino Paolo said blood satish. Diamond. satish godi satish godi yeah, said yeah. labyrinth and dino Paolo said blood diamond so thank Which you i forgot she was British in blood wedding.
3: diamond until yes, i saw so that so did i yeah wow. i forgot she was in that also
0: uh, for next week, reach out using uh, hashtag #GusVansantBlend.
3: Van Sant Blend. <laughs> oh,
0: We're good. Will hunting the, too. The films hunting of Gus season. VanSant. Jesus, Ben, I'm busy. I'm busy. Uh, I'm busy. Let us know your picks on uh, social media using hashtag Gus Van Blend or email Uh Our next episode, the next premium episode at the least, is going to be the IMDB game. So check out the description below for where you can sign up. Follow us on social media at Jake's Takes at Kevin McCarthy TV. <gasps> At Sean underscore O'Connell, oh. at Daenerys, at Gabe Kovach, and at Real Blend. We'll be back next week with uh, some exciting news. So I'm going to end it with this. We Hashtag have... if it
3: happens. Yes, perfect. Perfect. We have it's three that. if it happens in the works, folks, at home. Three? <laughs> we have three? We have. are yeah. only focused yeah. on one. We're yeah, only on focused one. on one, but there's, I mean, there's three by next what week that there? we could have. All some of which, pretty cool. One of yeah. which... <laughs> One of which is, is pretty. And that's old. no offense to the other two. No. The other, one, the no. other one's just, you know.
0: If, if it happens, chant it with us, folks. If it happens, come if on, it happens. make it happen. If it Send, happens. Happens. Send good
4: vibes. Send good Hockey vibes. Pads, everybody. <laughs> Hubie. Happy Pads and Hubie.
0: At
1: Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies